as, as in the Lord because I do believe that we are approaching the very last day. I mean, one of these days it'll be our last service that we'll attend here on earth. Who knows, tonight might be that night. I do believe the Lord's coming. It's so nigh at hand, and, and, and matter of fact, uh, if you would ask me in 2019 if I really believed the Lord was going to come, I would have told you, you bet I do. Well, now we are, here we are in 2020, and I'm just expecting him to come just like I did last year. I know the time, the Bible says that Satan knows his time is short. That's the reason he's running on such a rampage because his time is running out, but our time is even getting closer. I believe we're living in one of the greatest times, even though we are experiencing a lot of hardships and difficulties and trials and uh, living in these last days, but I believe we are the generation that's gonna see the coming of the Lord. My, 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 what a time that's gonna be. I get excited when I go to thinking about it. If you got your Bibles tonight in the book of Galatians, chapter six of the book of Galatians, very familiar scripture that I'm gonna read to you tonight. And uh, the Lord just dealt with my heart just always, I don't know, probably ain't even been two or three weeks ago that God really got in my spirit about this and then he began to reveal to me the things that we see everywhere that we go. Uh, we're full-time evangelists. The Lord has blessed us. And when we go all over this United States carrying this gospel, and I'm thankful for every door that's opened unto us. I appreciate you, Pastor, for allowing us to come to your church. And I appreciate you church folks spending the time long enough to listen to us and, and uh, handle some of our Kentucky singing and, and uh, you know, just some of my poor uh, mannerisms. I, I tell folks back at home, they don't have no trouble understanding me because, you know, they're, they're, they're hillbillies just like me. And, you know, one thing about us hillbillies, we have got educated. We, we do wear shoes on our feet now. And uh, they still do raise a bunch of that shine in them hills of Kentucky. But we that's been born again, we let Jesus do all of our shining now. Amen. And uh, I appreciate these brothers. I didn't catch your name, brother. Eric. Brother Eric. And Brother Randy, man, man, I'm going to, these guys right here, I'm going to really test them here in a minute. I'm going to put a lot of faith in them. And, uh, but I do appreciate them. I just went to them at random, and, and I was looking for somebody with some muscles, you know, because, uh, uh, and just these guys stood out to me, you know. And uh, there you go. I've got one of them myself. You'll find that out in a minute. Amen. But let's read in the book of Galatians, chapter 6 of the book of Galatians. And we're going to read one verse, verse 9, that's very familiar to all of us. And if you're there, say amen. The Bible said, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. I'm going to read it one more time. Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. I'm going to preach for a few minutes' time. Catch me, Lord. I'm about to faint. I like that. Them boys is on it. They done, 
them boys, I done told them that's their cue. I said, you guys are going to have to stick with me tonight like Elisha stuck with Elijah. And I can see y'all was ready. Amen. They know they know they ain't ready. This fat boy's fixing to really bounce off of that floor. You know, they're going to find out what this load is. But let me lay down a foundation here. But before we do, let's stand go to the Lord in prayer one more time all over the house. Father, I thank you once again, God, for your goodness, your mercy, your truth. We thank you, Lord, for what you've already done here this morning. We thank you for the leadership of the Holy Ghost and letting him have his way in our midst. But now, Lord, this is another night, and I'm asking you, Lord, for these that are gathered here, I want you to encourage and to uplift. And God, just give us an option to continue on just a little while longer because, Lord, we truly will reap a reward if we faint not. We ask it all in Jesus' name and let the church say amen. Amen. Laying down a foundation tonight, the definition of weary is a feeling of showing tiredness. It's being exhausted in strength. It means being exhausted in endurance. How many knows Jesus said, he that endureth until the end, the same shall be saved. It's lacking freshness. It's having one's patience or tolerance, or their pleasures exhausted. It's fatigue. It's being tired. The definition of faint, faint is weakness, dizziness, close to losing consciousness, blacking out, uh, lacking of vividness. In other words, seeing clearly. Lacking strength, no courage, shirking one's duties, feeling weak, and even being lazy. That's what it comes down to. When the writer wrote here, let us not be wary in well-doing, he said in due season, we're going to reap if we faint not. In Hebrews chapter 2 and 6, the Bible said, but one in a, in a certain place testified, I used even part of this this morning. What is man that thou art mindful of him? Or the son of man that thou visitest him? And we've got to understand tonight that no matter where I go, and I'm going to work these boys and they got them things on, they'll be hot before it's over with. And, amen, they're going to learn a little bit of what preaching's about. And, but I mean, all across America and where we go and we preach, I see the same thing in every church that I go to. Now the Bible said we all are written epistles for every man to read. I mean, I don't have to have a, a, a big spiritual discernment to tell when the husband and wife walks in to tell they had a crossword before they got here. I mean, that's quite obvious, you know. One is set on one side, another is set on the other side, and they'll never look at each other. You know, I mean, that, that's pretty simple. But I want you to also know that, and, and I hear sometimes uh, ones uh, uh, say, well, I don't think that you should judge us, but a man's not really judging when your life is a written epistle for everyone to read. I mean, you know each and every one's here. You know them that labor among you. You know members of your church. 
and it's already written your faithfulness, your devotion, your love for God. I mean, your giving, it's already written out there for every man to read. But there's something I find everywhere that I go and when I look up over the crowd that's been serving God for any length of time, I see weariness. I mean, for those that's battled and even ones that's just come in and maybe ain't even been in the church in five years, but, but it's a time and such a time, it seems as though uh, it's everything that we can do uh, to muster up enough strength uh, to continue to go. And I've got good news for you. Catch me, Lord. I'm about to faint. Oh, yeah. Now, let me give you, let me give you a little scripture here. And, and, and listen to me now. I mean, the Bible said, uh, David said, Psalm 91 and 11, he's given his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. There's a time that we're living in that men and women are becoming discouraged more now than ever before. I mean, we see, we've labored, we've beat on doors, uh, we've knocked on doors, uh, we invite folks, uh, and it's hard to even get sinners uh, to come to the house of God anymore, and it's everything we can do uh, to even make it here. Hear ourselves, but catch me, Lord. I'm about to faint. Them brothers had me wandering there. Hallelujah, y'all doing good. I'm reminded of that preacher Elijah, how that, you know, he told Ahab, he said, it ain't gonna rain according to my word. And the Lord told Elijah, he said, I want you to go down there to the brook of Cherith. And there I've commanded the ravens to feed thee. Man, that was a good time. I mean, he's sitting down there by the brook. The water's so cool and fresh. And the Lord would send them ravens by. And those ravens would drop meat and bread for Elijah to eat. Can I tell you, you're not alone in this thing. Because when God sees that you're almost down and out, he's going to send a raven by. Just to drop. I'm about to faint. Yes. I mean, when we're starving. But them are good times. But what about when the brook dries up? Uh Uh-huh. I mean, all of a sudden, the brook dries up and the ravens is no longer around. And God said, I've commanded a little widow woman to sustain thee. Can I tell you, God's got you in his mind every day. Even though there's times, there's pastors today that's pastored for so long that they've grown weary and there's thousands of them giving up their churches. Now you're looking at a preacher. I, I mean, I tell folks, I believe in keeping it real. I used to have a little different mentality when I was younger and I was good looking and I had that red hair and I know y'all looking at me thinking, what happened to you? But uh, when I was young 
And when I pastor, I kind of, I don't know how to use it, I guess you'd say, I kind of got trapped in the ministry. I mean, I could be struggling. I remember a time that I was pastoring, and of course I, I, I worked and pastored too, but uh, Pastor Rick, there was a time that I drove an old Lincoln car around for over a year with the license plates expired because I couldn't afford to get my tags. And every time the law would get behind me, dodge and cut off down a side street. And little did I realize, you know, I was kind of trapped in the ministry. I thought if I tell the church I'm in need, they're going to think I ain't got no faith. So how does your church know if you got a need unless you tell them? But you see, I was ignorant to a lot of them things, but this old boy right now, you throw a dart at me, let the enemy hit me, me with a dart, I'll say, I'm hit. I'm hurt. I'm about to faint. Yeah. Ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I mean, when I'm struggling, I'm struggling. I may be a minister of the gospel, but I'm a human being like every one of y'all. You cut me, I'll bleed. You talk against me, I'll get my feelings hurt. There's no difference. In the hour's time that we're living in, we need to learn to just say, Lord, it's me again. Standing in the need of prayer, catch me. I'm about to faint. Man, them guys are getting better all the time. We find old brother Elijah. I mean, we even see him to the place. I mean, he calls those 450 prophets, calls fire down. I preach a message on that. 12 barrels of water started licking fire. But after he destroyed all them, all them prophets of grove, one little old lady, Jezebel. She said, by this time tomorrow, I'm going to have your life. She sent that man of God fleeing for his life. He finds himself under a Jupiter tree. And the angels of the Lord, this is what I like, because when we're weak, then we are made strong. I'm telling you, Hold on just a little while longer because you're going to reap a reward if you faint not. Elijah's under that Jupiter tree and the angel of the Lord punches him and said, Arise and eat. And there's a coal in the coal. There's bread and he eats. Goes back to sleep. Angels of the Lord punches him again. Arise and eat. And the Bible said he went in that strength. He went in that eat and meat. Uh, the strength of it for 40 days and 40 nights. Uh, can I tell you tonight, uh, if you'll only realize uh, that his angels uh, are encamped around about you uh, and all you gotta do is say, catch me, Lord. 
I'm about to faint. Hallelujah. Oh, look here, you guys. Man, y'all good. Y'all good. Amos said that there was a famine in the land. It wasn't a famine of bread and of thirst, but it was a famine of hearing the word of the Lord. Can I tell you never before have we seen a time that we are living in today. Your pastor, Rick, can tell you, he preaches to this congregation and he preaches his heart out over and over and over again trying to drop a crumb your way, trying to reach you, trying to stir you, to even see the words that he speaks for some goes in one ear and out the other. And you know what he's left with? Catch me, Lord. That's the only way he can keep preaching to you, that God keeps sustaining him and keeps catching him. I mean, the Lord has sent a word of encouragement. 2 Corinthians 12 and 9. He said, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. I want you to be honest with me. Every one of us, sometime or another, we've came to the place that we felt like we was just about ready to quit. How many be honest with me? Come on, let me see your hand. Nearly every one of us, one time or another, we've reached that place. I mean, we've grown tired. We've grown weary. I mean, we've got battle scars. we got battle fatigues. I mean, sometimes we even find our faith is even wavering. I mean, we pray. Some of us is like myself. I got prayers that I'm still praying that never has been answered yet, but I'm still praying. I'm still praying. We've heard Jesus is coming for so long now that many things he's delayed is coming, but I got good news. If you'll hold on just a little while longer, you're going to reap a reward. Catch me, Lord. I'm about to faint. Hallelujah. Oh, listen now. David said, Psalms 27, he said, I had fainted. I had fainted unless I believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. David said, wait on the Lord and be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Isaiah 40, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They're going to mount up with wings as an eagle. They'll run, not be weary, walk, and not faint. You know them old eagles? I love talking about them eagles. 
But you know when they reach about the age of 40, there's a, they say they go into mourning. And uh, ain't nothing like them eagles. I mean, they can soar so high, they can fly right straight into the sun because they got shields that protects their eyes. But at 40 years of age, they find them a place in the cliff of the rock. You know what they're feeling? They're weary. They're worn. They're tired. And you know what the old eagles do, or this is what they tell me they do? They beat You know what they're wanting to do? They want to die. Sound like a bunch of church folks. Sometimes we beat ourselves to death. I mean, we beat us up one side and down the other. Hard to carry victory because we're all the time beating upon ourselves. But that old eagle, he'll beat himself, and finally he'll lay down on the rock after he's done beat himself to death, and he'll say, Sounds pretty rough, don't it? But you know what happens? There's a young eagle that hears that cry, and that young eagle will fly by and begin to drop meat into that old eagle's mouth. I'm just an eagle flying by tonight. Come on, eagle. Oh, yeah. We're just eagles flying by now. We want to drop a little crumb, a little feed in your mouth. We don't want you to give up. We don't want you to grow weary and well-doing because you're about to reap. Just catch me, Hallelujah. Thank God. Going to read one more verse. Jude, verse 24. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. I want you to notice something. Only one who can keep you from falling. He gives his angels charge over you, and he can present you faultless. Man, that's what I love about serving God. Because you know what? In the eyes of man, I would never be able to mount up to par. But I'm just glad to know that in his eyes, he can present me faultless. He can present me blameless. And I'm saying to the church tonight, I mean, even this younger generation, it's tough. I'm going to be honest with you. Timothy said it's perilous times. It's dangerous times. Time when men are more lovers of pleasures and lovers of themselves than lovers of God. You ain't got a whole lot of encouragement outside of them doors. That's why we as the body of Christ, we need to encourage 
one another. How are we going to do that? It's just when we assemble ourselves together. And if you're on your last leg, don't come in high stepping. No. If you're on your last, last leg, come in dragging that thing. Let somebody see where you at. I mean, the Lord just spoke to me and said, you better look behind you. Uh-huh. See, he takes care of us, thank the Lord, that he does. But I mean, seriously, I mean, when we're struggling, I mean, when we feel like we're growing weak, when we feel like we need help, or help cometh from above, we just got to come to the place and say, help. All right, thank you, brothers. Thank you. Come on, uh, worship team. I'm fixing to close here. The Lord is able to keep us even in this hour. If there would be, if I could just encourage one tonight, I will have done my job. And I know, because I see it everywhere I go, the church itself, and I love preaching to this glorious church, but this church itself is just like the biggest roller coaster ride I've ever been on. There's times, seasons, that we go through in our life with seasons that we go through, even with the church. There's times when it's fat and flourishing, and then there's times when the enemy sold that tire in there, try to bring about division and problems, and, and you know, wanting everything on a down note. But I can tell you this be strong in the might of the Lord. Be encouraged as Paul charged Timothy, endure that hardness as a good soldier. But realize this, when you're weak, when you're down, when you're out, when you feel like you've almost been knocked out, in that weakness, God is gonna give you strength. In that weakness, in that hour, God's going to send a raven by. God's going to drop a crumb. The only way we'll miss it is that we fail to hear what the Spirit is saying unto the church. Tell you what I'd like to do in closing out this service. They're going to sing for us. And now, I done told you I believe in just keeping things real. Your pastor, if he has us back, we'll, we'll share a personal testimony sometime with you, what God really has brought us through and what he restored to us. But what I want to do tonight, and we all just, you know one another, this is your church. If you're a visitor, we're glad that you come. We want you to take your freedom in the Lord. But see, honesty is everything. 
So many times, church folks sit back at their pew and they're really wanting to come to this altar and pour their heart out, but then that enemy would jump on their shoulder and say, now if you go down there, somebody's going to think you committed an awful sin. But can I tell you, the true blood-bought church never looks at it that way. I said they never look at it that way. They just look at them just like their self as one that's just being honest and coming before the Lord. So here's what I want to do tonight. If there's one or more that you've been feeling weak, tired, let me throw this in real quick. I want to remind you of something. Feeling Showing tiredness, just exhausted. You know, when you really start growing weary, you find yourself even coming to church, but you can't find nothing. You don't get nothing from the preaching. You don't get nothing from the singing. Everything to you is the same old, same old. And when you're about to faint, you almost lose consciousness of everything that's going on around you. God can be moving. He can be blessing. But you've done lost consciousness. You can't recognize even those things. And your vision becomes bleared and dim. And you lack the strength and the courage to even shake yourself. But the danger of it all is when you start shirking your duties. That's neglecting. It's amazing how that he gets us little by little. We'll miss tonight and maybe we might not miss again for a couple of weeks and then we'll miss two services and next thing you know you're down to one. And you know, all that is is just one that's growing weary, one that's going faint. And then the last part, and hopefully we don't ever get that for, we just become lazy. Man, I like, when I pastored the church, Brother Rick, I'd have folks come to me and say, Pastor, just can you give me something to do? I said, uh, well, they could use some help in the nursery. Oh, I hate kids. Uh, well, uh, Brother Danny, he could use some help mowing this big yard out here. Oh, but I like those, I like those members that says, whatever you need me to do, Pastor, I'm willing to do it. As they sang tonight, stand to your feet. As they sang tonight, if you would want to come and be honest, I want you to just line up here across the front if you feel as old that you're growing weary. If you